Hello and welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we get to talk about POW Pro Wrestling's hard luck and what's going on in the news of the wrestling world. I am one of your hosts. I am Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the enforcer of the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hard luck, a fitting name. Yep. And returning, he's back from... I don't know. I don't think we can talk about it. One uh, cho- chosen one, Mike Booble. Yeah, let's just say that uh, one influencer, Brian Zane, may have give, give may have given me the Caden Cassidy punishment for a month. That's all I'm gonna say. Yikes. Okay. Okay. Um, Double Corey. About it. Yeah, more right, Booble. Yeah, more on that later. More on that uh, later. Yeah. Um, so Corey, you know, sadly you got to miss out on the show. Yeah, real life bullshit. Pretty much dictated that again, I miss a power show. Uh, I have yet to make one this fucking year. Uh, I'm having my own version of hard luck. Um, yeah. But things took precedence and I needed to be elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was a fun show. Uh, Boo, I believe this was your first time uh, at World Pies. What did you think of it? Well, it was my first time at World Pies for POW. I, I have been to World Pies for other set events. But I like the setup. Uh, the spacing is really nice, and it's a really, it's kind of the perfect size crowd for POW. Yeah. Um, another sold out show. So, uh, you know, back to back, you know, and if they continue, yeah, I think if they continue, yeah, I think if they continue going to World Pies, you know, which is a great setup area, they're probably going to sell out every time. Plus, they're doing fantastic product. I mean, any truth to the rumor there was 93,178 at World Pies? Melcher said 78,000. I think it was that 93,000. You know, you got to also attend to the client, the customers coming in, picking up their orders. Anybody and walking by? Yeah, anybody I walking by? I got it. I know what happened. It only adds up to 93,173 if you count all the individual pizzas as well. That too. Every slice of pepperoni, you know, every pepperoni themselves, every topping, every mushroom, every mushroom, yep. every pepper, every grated piece of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a uh, jam-packed. It was jammed to the rafters. Shall we get uh, into those, it? Uh, those those rafters were low too, so that's it's a little worrisome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep, yeah, but you know, um. They made it. They made what they were able to do. So let's get into uh, Mr. Boobo and I. We'll talk about uh, one hard luck as the uh, night started off with a, a big ugly promo as Big Ugly was in town talking about how he will be making his return. And he's going after the title. But he's there for more of a uh, he's looking after his daughter, Abigail. And does not like seeing uh, what's going on with one Mr. Ulala. Um, so th- I would just say without giving it away until my review later. At this point, I agree with everything he said. To this point, as, okay. As at this point in the show, I agree with everything he said. So he had that uh, John Cena injury, right? Like he tore his pec or something. 
it, it was, was an injury. injury. Yeah, there it is. Um, I, I think it was what back it, Yeah. Um, so it was a, it was some type of sep. So I'm no, I am a doctor, you know, so I can. Thank you, thank you, gorilla. <laughs> Will you stop? Uh, so the first match tonight was going to is Amira versus Abigail Warren with one Mr. Ulala. And Mr. Ulala, uh, looking as only Mr. Ulala can look in, uh, which is Corey, by the way, uh, reminded us off pod. We have to, we have to talk to you about an idea, uh, Joe and I had. All right. And let's just say it deals with, uh, the, hopefully the October show. If you catch our drifts, well, that's quite the worst one. <laughs> oh, it, it'd be worth it though. <laughs> Long-term booking, I like it. Uh, <laughs> Amira's a bit over, I would say. Yeah, she is. Abigail Warren's. Was she wearing her Misaharu Masawa green outfit? Yes, she yeah, was. She was. Oh, nice! Damn it. <laughs> uh, fun match. Uh, you know the. Uh, uh, Amira, both of them are over. Um, you know, as we've talked about majorly here about Amira, about how, you know, first time we see, saw her, a fan or, um, she was helping, you know, set, uh, take people to their seats at the shows and, oh, yeah. you know, now paying her dues, paying her dues, um, fun match. Uh, Ooh, la, la, uh, puts a chair, you know, for, uh, in the middle of the top and uh, middle rope for, uh, Abigail to run Amira into the chair, but Amira runs Abigail into the chair and gets the win. Yeah, that way. Well, chicanery running a boot. Ooh la la, trying to cheat again. Like, what, what are we doing here? Uh, mm. No. I'm sure it was. I'm sure there was a reason. Uh, there was a reason. What happened I've not, was I've not known Mr. Ooh la la to ever cheat on purpose. What happened was the ref kind of, I think, twisted his ankle, and Ulala saw that, and he was just like, "Hey, there's a you chair know. to sit on." Exactly, you can ref the, you know, from that. Actually, what I think happened is the fix was in, and the ref got busted because the ref stared at Ulala, and then Ulala held the chair up, and the ref was like, ah, "It looks fine to me." And then when <laughs> when Amira overcame the odds and reversed the maneuver. The ref had no choice but to count the one, two, three. So basically, just your basic 2023 professional wrestling referee. <laughs> um, facts. Facts. But uh, after the match, though, one big ugly gets in the ring and uh, talks some smack to one Mr. Ulala. That's what my rec- what my uh, recollection was, right, Mr. Booble? Just setting the record straight, saying, look. I don't know what this what this deal is you got with my daughter, but uh, that shit's gonna end real soon. And I believe, in fact, issued a challenge, Mr. Lessel. He did, but not at the next show in two months. Mm-hmm. It's going to okay. be big, big, ugly taking on Abigail Warren. Huh? Yeah. Uh, and if he wins, yeah. the conservatorship is over. That's. An interesting weird. twist that I did not see it's, coming. Uh, right. There's another interesting twist later. There's a, there's a night of interesting twists. 
That hmm. that's what the show the show should have been called. Interesting twists instead of <laughs> so pay our hard luck is interesting twist. Swerve, um, bro. <laughs> that'd be the the SummerSlam show. Swerve. Yeah. Yeah. Swerve, bro. Slam. Summer swerve. Summer swerve, summer, bro. Summer swerve. Uh, the next match was Spencer Scott taking on uh, our favorite homeboy, Chris Brady. Who, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, uh, sending out positive thoughts to the ultimate homeboy there who uh, found out that his aunt passed away about 20 minutes before he went to the ring. Mm. Yeah, I did see that. That's a bummer. Uh, it's like condolences to him. That's uh, yep. That's no fun. Uh, you wouldn't know it by the performance in the ring, though. My he God, said he showed dude. out for her. He's so he's so fucking good. Holy shit, he's he gonna, was. He's gonna explode this year, as he should. Uh, fun match. Um, I it was, I will say it was a like, not it was a little. They lost spots at points. Like something would happen on the way, or like, oh, what do we do? You know, but. They handled it nicely, but it was just like there were some points in the match it'd just be, oh, we're gonna do like a clothesline but duck under, but no one ducked. Ah, uh, yeah. It happens to the best of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Hey, I'm not gonna be like this is the worst match of all time. This is like this is something that happens, but you know they found a way to you know weave around it. Nice. Uh, However, uh, one Chris Brady does get the win by how Mr. Booble, since you got it on tape. Yeah, uh, he hit a a glorious um, a moonsault, as only Chris Brady can hit, as he does have the best moonsault in professional wrestling. Uh, you can find it on my Twitter, in fact. A very close-up angle. It looks gorgeous. For the oh, one, two, three. As... um. Spencer Scott and Zay Perez was getting, you know, Zay was helping him up. One uh, Jonas comes out and says, "Let's start the match. Let's do our match now." For the uh, one arm, you know, Jonas is gonna have one arm behind his back, and uh, Zay had his arm in a sling. But Corey, I don't know if you would know this, but Swerve, Zay, bro, Swerve, bro, <laughs> Zay wasn't hurt. Oh snap! Baby face uh, swerve one oh one. Yeah. How I would I would just say this about it. I wish the swerve happened when the bell rang, but the swerve happened and then they tied Jonas's arm up. You know, it's one oh, of those yeah, like it would have been better afterwards. Yeah, like get his arm tied and then um the re- big reveal, but the reveal happened and then the match started. But but again, Jonas wrestled one arm behind his back. He had the a T-shirt on saying he's the one arm wrestling champion of the world. Ah. Uh, so who else uh, will be in competition for that, Corey? Ah, uh, yeah. Maybe he should team with Zach Gallon as the one legged wrestler of the world. Well, they can call it the two man Sacris. Right. I mean, let's 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 make some money on this bitch. Um, Perez wins with a roll up. So, you know, I get my, I, so. I get that local dollar. So that'd be good. You know, inflation, uh, it's actually gone down. You get a, uh, <laughs> I get a fair 87 cents. 
Oh, you get the oh, so I only get thirteen cents going forward. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Times are ah, tough, shit. Times are tough, brother. Uh, the next match was Doctor Cleaver versus Derek Shaw. Aha. Uh-huh. The evil mentor against the evil protege. Uh, it was here. Here's out. Swerve, bro. Um, match was good. Was great. Happening for a while. Uh, Shaw's on the outside, and uh, King Naja chloroforms one Shaw. Not chloroform. A, bro. We're we're going to Smoky Mountain. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a felony. Oh well, don't you worry about that. <laughs> what did uh? You know, you can just you can just shoot somebody on the outside. You're fine. You know, anything's yeah, possible. I mean, that's fair. It was outside the ring. It was Pretty outside sure. the ring. It's the Shivani rules of pro wrestling. You must remember. Uh, it was great because uh, so uh, they were fighting outside. King Naja gets the chloroform. They get back into the ring. Shaw fires up. Oh brother! Starts taking care of action and then does the old uh, Shaw Michaels faint in the ring. Oh my god! And then Cleaver puts the old puts the one one the one boot on him. Gets the one two three. Damn. Joe, I'm a little disappointed you didn't sell the chloroform by falling to the floor on the outside. <laughs> I fainted myself. <laughs> My word, no! Heavens to Betsy. I do declare. I do declare. Um, overall, fun, a uh, fun match. Uh, you know, story, story, probably to be continued here. Um, hopefully. What's up? Sounds like it's got to find a tag partner. Player? Yeah. Player? Sean's Holland getting Holland. really good. Yeah. yeah, he is. Um, you know, maybe we can get a chloroform on a pole match or something. Just just saying, you know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can get it's one sort of those of... like uh, water pistols only filled with chloroform. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some casualties if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> The whole first row just goes down. Oh, I, I, we forgot to mention, uh, Corey, during, before the um, Brady-Scott match, Brady uh, chucked his headband into the crowd. Legitimately a Mr. Perfect moment. Like, the lady had her hand, the lady that caught it, like, just had her hand up in the air doing nothing. And, and it. then it just caught, like, it fell right in her hands. God damn it. Like, Perfect. Everybody's favorite perfect homeboy. Yeah, I'll go with that. There we go. Uh, The next match was the Hammer Brothers versus Drexel and and Charlie Avell. Um, Now, there was an issue here with this match, Corey, because we weren't sure who the the heels were. uh, Because they're both face teams. (laughs) Yeah, very popular people. I'm guessing Um, the Hammers were the babies. Uh, you would think that, you would th- but placement in the ring, like where they were standing, would lead you to believe they were the heel team, technically. Interesting. Because later on in the when the Blanchards come out, that's where they were at. So that's where we were like, hmm. Um, but uh, fun match. Uh, I will say I had um, my two cousins and one and my cousin's husband came to the show tonight. And yeah. uh, they fell in love with the Hammer Brothers. Well, I mean, they're a fun, fun act. 
Yeah, they fell in love. They fell in love uh, with the show. Uh, sadly, they had to leave early, but they're like, we're, we gotta go the, uh, like, we're gonna go to the next show. Like they had a fun time for when they were there. Um, nice. Now I understand. Is this around the time that Joe, for some reason, you sent me a picture of an eclipse? <laughs> That's what I said. That's what. Yes, as we were sitting behind the uh, the Hammer Bros, but when. Uh, you know, we know the professionals and just, you know, Sledge was the one set, st- stood in front of us on the apron. And me and Booble said, if he falls, we catch him. The trust <laughs> fall, baby. Trust fall. I, um, we, I'm a little, hey, Joe, any chance, uh, like I said last week, any chance that their third brother, Armin, showed up? Armin did not this week. Well, so. Wait for Armin Hammer to be there. Um, no, again, I, I will another, tell you that. The crowd has picked up on some of like the the pre match spiel. Like once they get the whole thing down, it's gonna be like DX and ninety eight all over again. God damn! Another uh, another you know another fun match. You know, uh, Sledge Mania was running wild for a bit, um, but you know the Hammers get the win. But we continue the storyline on the other side with Drexel and. Uh, Charlie with them arguing over, you know, what just happened. So, you know, the uh, mentor and the, uh, you know, the the students are still not on the same page. Man, what if uh, some crazy time was wrong? Speaking of uh, crazy times, uh, Jaden took on one Chase James. But at first, we thought he wasn't going to, Corey, because Chase James comes out uh, uh, with a crutch. Oh, no. He uh, said he... Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. You were going to take your guess. I was going to say, did he save a group of uh, old women from a bus and uh, some blue-haired old lady caused a accident and he he can't perform tonight? I think I missed that part, but I know he said that he um, twisted his ankle, so that's what he must was, was must have been doing. Uh, see, uh, if I was ever a wrestler, I would just straight up steal the Jerry Lawler SummerSlam '93 spot. Yeah, promo and all, just steal <laughs> the whole damn thing. Uh, pre-match, he uh, he sat in a chair because you know he can't really walk. And he straight up did the, uh, without the excuse me thing, the Vicky Guerrero, where he was just over and over again, like, if you guys can boo me, I just, I won't talk. I'll just sit here all night. <clears throat> it I was like so it. good. I haven't been there to see him yet, but I've been following on social media. I, I think I like the cut of this guy's jib. Oh, that guy got crazy heat from that crowd. Oh, my God. And he did it perfect, too. He, he wasn't in a hurry. He was like, I will fucking sit here all goddamn night and do this. <laughs> nice. All I need, all I need Jaden to do was the Sean lay across the top turnbuckles because he's, you know, just taking his precious time with his promo. Uh, How, however, how's their how's their work together in the ring? It was better this time. Yeah. Um. Uh. One. Uh. Chase is like, I'm not going to be part of this match. You know, then Jaden starts to complain to the ref, but then Chase attacks him with the uh, the crutch. 
And then Brian Zane from commentary says this match will happen. And then we get a match. Um, but no, this was a lot better match than the first go around for them. Like they, it was a better feel out for these two. He said he loves working Jaden and we'll work him every day of the week without complaining about it. Yeah, this was a, uh, there was uh, the first match was good, but this was a better match between the two. Um, However, Corey. Yeah. Jaden gets the W, but then he gets on, gets on top of chase and starts laying into him and the ref tries to stop him, but Jaden shoves the ref away. So, so for over 50 years, be, Did they reverse via, the decision? Reverse the decision via disqualification. Chase James gets the W. Damn, it kind of is the Burt Hart Jerry Lawler SummerSlam 93. And Let's then, at, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, then after the match, Chase lays into him, beats him up, beats up Jaden, and then takes his mask off. Oh. No, no. Going back to old Mr. Brian Zane. It was at this point in the night that I began to have some issues with the influencer. Oh, yeah? Now, now, now chat me up. How can the, re- the decision be reversed if the match is over? Him shoving the referee had nothing to do with the decision in the match? Like, I, didn't, I don't see Brock Lesnar getting his Royal Rumble wins vacated once he beats the fuck out of 19 refs the next night on Raw. What the hell's the difference? See, you, you've got a tremendous point here, and it's one that Jesse Ventura yelled about for years. <laughs> uh, and that, that you're absolutely right. There's, there's no bearing at all on the fucking match. But for some like reason... Like, you want to find Jaden or whatever? That's fine, but just taking his win away? Had nothing to do yeah. with the match. It's uh, I, I never understood that trope in wrestling. It's kind of a easy, lazy booking way to get the heel to win when he didn't get it. And but, if anything, Mr. Brian Zane, Chase James should have been DQ'd before the match even started for using a forward object. I mean, yeah, if you're going by that logic, if, if stuff after the bell counts, then why doesn't stuff before the bell count? It's a great question. It goes back to SummerSlam 89, where really, if you go outside, you can shoot a guy. And um, <laughs> it's okay. It all goes back to just shooting someone on the outside. And, it, hey, it's illegal. Yeah. So then we get a uh, we get the 15-minute intermission. Um, I, th- so, Corey, then my also my so – I had my – I had a lot of my family here for this show tonight, and they all yeah, enjoyed it. Was, it. it was a Leslie family reunion at Pal tonight. It, 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 it really was, to be honest. It was. Um, I had my my uh, brother and my niece there who went to the last show. Mm-hmm. And, dude, let's just say my niece, the entire match, every match that she was able to watch, the ref needs to get laid out. There needs to be, it needs to be hardcore. There, she wanted to see blood. She wants light bulbs and fucking yeah, she, so, razor wire. We were like, so we got to get or have her watch GCW, I guess, because that's what she so, was like just asking for every match. What you're telling me is your niece is John Moxley. You know, even Moxie blades at a house show. So, 
So why not? I mean, why not? Um, well, I mean, GCW no, would work because Nick Gage is for the kids. Yeah, that's true. Um, but this is the part where they had to leave too because my brother was supposed to go to a uh, softball tournament and and he had to wake up at 4 a.m. Which he did, and then his the, his ride got plastered the night that night since it was on all good old St. Patrick's Day, and uh, you know he left for no reason, and he's really mad about that now. That sucks. Yeah, never make plans early in the morning the day after St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, which the the it's just the crummy thing he I I was talking about. I'm like he asked how the rest of the show went, and I'm like you know fun, fantastic, and he goes yeah, the guy that was supposed to pick me up just. I woke up at four. I was ready by five. He texted me at six fifteen saying, "Um, I'm hungover. I won't be able to drive." So yeah, not a. He, um. So we come back from the intermission, and now it's time for the gauntlet match. Malcolm Flex. You mean, you mean Masaro's revenge? I mean more on that later. It, it uh, turned into this. That's what it turned into. Um. As it's Malcolm Flex versus the Massaro family, the Blanchards, because it's Blanchard country, and uh, and if he if Flex could somehow get through the Blanchards, he would get to Vinny. Um, Mr. Booble, you want to say what uh what happened before uh, the because Flex came out first? Yeah, Flex came out first. Uh, the crowd has fully embraced this character, and it's great to see. Flex is a good-looking man, and uh, he's using it to his advantage in the crowd. And I was watching some of the the women folk around the crowd, and they were enjoying Flex immensely. Um, but he's getting ready to take on, one at a time, the Blanchards. And wouldn't you know it, old Sabaro loving asshole himself, Vinny Massaro, comes out and says, No, 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 no. This is a two-on-one handicap match, player. Ha, <laughs> um, which is some bullshit. So it's two on one, but the best part, Corey, was I popped Flex. Oh, oh my God. Okay, sorry, Joe. I, I will tell the story because I don't want it. Yeah. Okay. So Flex comes out. He's in the ring doing this thing. And then the crowd, for whatever reason, is silent, right? When, and then the Blanchard's music starts. And Joe, no joke, just yells as loud as he could. And Flex just like looks over at us and just loses it. Like, he straight up pops Flex. Because <laughs> he's excited for the Blanchards, baby. That's right. Then he, looks at, then he looks at me, he's like, really? And I have to do, do the shrug my shoulders, like, what are you going to do? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I got him good. Yeah, it's just because, you know, any every time the Blanchards music hits, I just go, yeah! You know, like, just atop of my lungs. But like, at this time... Everybody was quiet and Flex was in our corner and I like he just like <laughs> popped him. It was, it was really good. Yeah. Um so match again, uh it's a two on one handicap match. Blancers are taking control. Flex is flexing. See what I did there? As, uh, thank you. Or did he have uh, Sheen? Oh, he had some Sheen. I just remember a lot of like cheating and hair pulling by the Blanchards. There was some foreign objects. Yeah, mm. something I think you meant by by Flex. I mean, Flex is a stand-up guy. He would never do that. I think I think it wasn't Mr. Ulala who, uh, by the way, Corey was wearing a fantastic suit. Oh, I Congrats. heard a little bit of sequence from head to toe. 
Yeah. I heard a little bit about it later on on social media, more about one part of it going missing. Yeah. Give it back. Yeah. Be a fan. Um, Mr. Oodlala brings in a chair, and then for some reason, again, the ref twisted his ankle. The ref just called for the bell and said that the Blanchards got DQ'd. Correct call. And they did hit, I mean, so Joe is leaving out the part where they hit Flex about 17 times with the chair. He did leave that part out. He's a real man. He can take it. Last last time, no, they got DQ'd. So what happened was uh, the Blanchards then decided to spike pile drive Flex on the chair. (laughs) A, a, a bit of an overreaction, if I do say so myself. <laughs> to the hey, best man, of my recollection. Really to, to getting that W. To the best of my recollection, they spike pile drived him. And uh, this brought out Vinny, you know, and the beatdown continued. Um, but uh, Vinny, what is it? Oh, Vinny get, gets the win via a roll up. Church. Joe got another 13 cents. You know, I got him. Got you know, you got you, you got at least over a dollar fifty. So good on you. Um, yeah. But Vinny and uh, the Blanchards beat up um, Flex. Hashtag and, beat up Michael Flex. Um, as someone, some people would call it a mugging. No, yeah. that's that's stereotyping. Uh, moral people would call it a mugging. Yeah. But what happened was they were just checking on him, and the sweat and the sheen that he was dripping off, they kept slipping and falling on top of him. See, that happens. Yeah, I don't recall any EMTs uh, stomping <laughs> the face of somebody after a car wreck. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if it's on fire. <laughs> he, he wasn't on fire. <laughs> he was just laying there, unconscious, <laughs> from a spike pile driver. But uh, uh, they're trying to revive him, is what you're telling me. Uh, yes, then. exactly. They were trying to That's revive him. That's not how CPR works. You you <laughs> press firmly but correctly on the chest. You don't stomp their face into the ground. Hey, I saw how potato, potato. I saw how AEW put the oxygen mask on a uh, MJF a year ago. So I think <laughs> I know what eyes. to do. On the eyes. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about if, it. If you're taking medical advice from <laughs> AEW personnel. It's, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> I usually, when someone's choking, I usually just lay them down and then get up on the table and do a macho elbow. And I think that's what they were trying to do. They are just making sure he was okay. But again, the sheen, the the sweat, they just kept slipping and falling until uh, Funny Bone comes out with a chair and chases them all off. So who was who he, the goddamn morality police? Uh, he's the demigod, the demigod of death, first of all. And second of all, Corey, you will appreciate this. Because there was no fucking music. He just ran out and the crowd goddamn exploded. Oh, I do like that. Yeah, it... it Funny Bone got two big it. pops. And this was like... This was a huge pop when he got, came out the first time to make the save. Um, so then the next match was the unification for the... Uh, t- the YouTube title. The, um, oh, yeah. I forgot about and, that match. And Joe... Yes. At this point now, it's for over 50 years when Zicky Dice is in the same arena as producer Zen. Yeah. Uh, she gets some lap action. Yeah. Hey, she, hey. Oh, d- during his uh, entrance, he uh, dove on her. There you go. And like every every show that Zicky's here, he, he just finds her and goes, I, I, I will either jump <laughs> on your lap or I'll have you hold 
uh, hold my opponent for me to slap. Um, Audience participation. Yes. Uh, but this is the unification for the Wrestling with Regret YouTube Championship. Um, Ziggy Dice versus Levi Shapiro. Before the match, um, uh, Brian Zane does the announcing, and I'll get to uh, something funny that happened before, after this match. Um, uh, there were stip- you know, stipulations, Joe. There were stipulations. No claw and no shenanigans. But, but that's... But... but. But don't worry, Zicky had his he has he had his uh, fingers crossed. Okay. So uh, the match begins, you know, no shenanigans, nothing, and then uh, they decide, hey, we should go get a shot. So they both go over to the bar and they take a shot. It always helps my wrestling. Uh, until uh, I want to say it was Zicky that spit it that hit Zicky Levi with it. Yeah, uh, Zicky spit it out in front of Levi, and the smell of tequila was everywhere. <laughs> That's not very nice. Um, then they brawled around the bar for a while, and uh, brawl around the it broke brawl. Down. <laughs> uh, yeah, broke down. Then the streamers came out. Um, Zicky wins re- via roll up. However. Levi's feet, both feet were under the second rope. Ref didn't uh, see it. Like, right. Levi almost kicked us with his feet. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I mean, nice blown spot there, Ref. We're just going to say uh, hashtag RefGate, because bad refereeing tonight. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah ref had a bad night. Especially that Benjamin. Fuck that Benjamin. Yeah, I just kept giving good. him a thumbs up. You know, he, he, no he that defy it. hate. That defy hate's coming down to him. It's moving down to Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Zicky wins. However, you know, sh- chicanery, as Levi complains. Um, Zane comes in and says, you know, hey, the match is final, which is, you know, weird since the last match, you know, two matches ago, you changed the the results. But, hey, the yeah, match yeah. is final. And then... Uh, our boy Vankant shows up on the screen. Gotcha. Now, now, hold on, Joe. Hold on. Oh. Okay. So, so Vankant does appear on the screen, but Corey wasn't there. So, so next match. Saying, next is match. Corey Vankant. Uh, so about the next match. Um, but first, time. but first, I uh. <laughs> I have to mention something. So the uh, ring announcer, Corey, oh, was... Okay. 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 Let's go to our next match, and it's the main event for the POW Championship. Funny Bone taking on Caden Cassidy. And at this uh, point... what I've been waiting for. And at this point, it was me, Booble, and the producer, and we're, we were the only ones on Caden's side. Uh, yeah, it was terrible. it was no cell versus everybody is what it was. So class people versus no class people got it. They can go back to their shanties, you know, yep. type thing. Um, exactly. Which I did yell at one time. So exactly. um, <laughs> go back to your shanties. Um, yeah, they just they beat the piss out of each other. Go <laughs> yeah. on, give me the give me the good news. 
So well, so first of all, they get, so they everybody comes out right. They they talk shit to each other, and then Caden goes, first of all, motherfuckers, that's not the reaction you you. I need some more respect, which he's correct about. He puts yeah, respect on his name. So he's like, listen up, uh, ring announcer. I'm gonna go back. You're gonna play my fucking music again, and you're gonna announce me correctly. So he goes back. The music starts. She does, I guess, an okay job announcing. It still wasn't respectful enough for my taste. But he's coming out to the crowd, to his adoring fans, and and wouldn't you know it, the so-called upstanding pal pro wrestling champion just dies on him in the crowd. That's not fair. That's not cool. Yeah. So, um, so the champion's not putting any respect on Caden's name. No. No, that's, not that's at all. Terrible. Not at all. Big um, Buckwinkle would not be proud. Corey, I don't know if I... Booble, I, I, can you just say it? Because I don't want to. Because this is horse hockey. What, what, what am I saying? The end. The, who won? Who okay, just won? So... Yeah. Fucking... I remember the finish now at this point. I just remember after Funny Bone cheated in some former fashion and got the victory, you know. Because you're not just beating Caden straight up, but we all know that. Yeah. Uh, Caden just voiced his displeasure. It's all that happened. Just simply voiced his displeasure. May or may not have used the chair in that displeasure. That's fine. It's no big deal. But uh, old, old influencer crossed the line here. This is this is where he lost me. Damn it. He. He brought down the hammer of justice for some reason. Everything else that happened tonight, car wrecks and chloroform and fucking felonies, that's fine. <laughs> you know. But Caden gets cheated out of a title victory, and this motherfucker suspends him for a month. What? I mean, yeah. what kind yeah. of horseshit is this? That's bullshit. Um, yeah, so what, what – and – what really what happened during the match is uh, Cleaver comes out, but Drexel comes out and makes the save, and then uh, like to be honest, the ma- the match itself it felt like a a abrupt ending. Like I was like, oh, I, that's it. They might have had a, they might have had a hard out. <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. Like it was one of those like the run in happened, and then like you turn back in the ring and it's like boom, all right, they like the the ending spot, but. Uh, Funny Bone, another champion, gets the W. However, uh, Zane then at our next show, pay your dues, uh, it will be a handicap match, Corey. Okay. Let me set this up, Joe. So, Corey, now this match that Joe's about to tell you, in Brian Zane's own words, this is to, for some reason now, he's punishing the Bizarro family for all this. Brian Zane lost the plot. That's all I'm going to say. We need it, it might be time for a regime change. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I agree. But, so, now just remember that he Brian, Brian Zane has said that at next month at Pay Your Dues, he is going to give the Massaro family a taste of their own medicine. Now, Joe, how is, how is that going to happen? <clears throat> it's, it's, Corey, it's a handicap match. So, the odds are somehow against the Massaro family. Because it's going to be the right. Massaro family, Corey. Uh-huh. Taking on Flex and Funny Bone. Uh, wait a minute. Yep. Huh? <laughs> and, yep. So now you see our confusion because at one point in the promo where they set this up, 
Funny Bone told Malcolm to his face, you're not my tag partner, Drexel is. So I'm like, well, why isn't it a six-man player? <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah, so like it's, it's going to be the Masaro family taking on Flex and Funny Bone in a handicap match next month <laughs> at Pay to, Your to, Dues. To, to punish them. To punish I like them. Those, I, like, I like those odds. That, that, that dog will hunt, says JR. Because uh, because after the match, though, Vinny comes out and says that he wants his title match. He Since Caden K- lost and he won his match tonight, Vinny, which he should, he should get his title match. Um, he wanted it, but then Brian Zane was like, no, we will do this match instead. I've long thought that Brian Zane was on the take. <laughs> he kind of reminds yeah. me of Jack Tunney. You know, oh, it's... So uh, I, I didn't want to believe it. I was firmly on Brian Zane's side, but all the evidence is pointing to the contrary now. I'm pretty sure well, Brian Zane's double, well. double, he's a double agent. Telling you. Corey, you hear this man? Yeah. You know, I told him his room. He can join us. He finally figured it out. Yeah, you, yeah. you see the light at the end of the day uh, eventually. Um, yep. Yeah. It's just the way it is. You know, maybe this one month suspension, you know, it cleared his eye, you hey, know? Hey. No one, no one said suspension. No, no one said oh, that. Oh, oh, Brian Zane did to you. That's why you were gone. That's what he told me. That's oh. that's you know, oh. you know. I, I I'm like like Tony Khan. I can't get into it. You know, even oh. though it's not important, it's not important <laughs> and it doesn't affect anything. I can't get into it. You know, but uh, AEW Rampage, Rampage on Friday night. Yeah. Okay. okay come on. We'll find that. Um. But again, uh, overall fantastic show. You know. Um, sold out per use, uh, great storytelling, you know, great storylines continuing in some way or fashion. Um, I will I say fun. that, yeah, so whoever it is, whoever the female is, g- give the give the coat back, yes, give the coat back. There, uh, I mean, at this point, it's probably Brian Zane, probably, he yeah. probably, yeah. yeah, I'm sure he slipped it to the person. He might be doing. Uh, they might be doing that AEW storyline, you know, breaking into Wardlow's stuff, and really a, it was. There was Aaron um, Solo that stole Lala's jacket. So, so this could actually, be. I, I do have a theory. I actually think it's Big Ugly, to be honest. Hey, could be. <laughs> could be. If your name oh, is yeah. Big Ugly, you're not above uh, uh, perpetrating the theft. Yeah, um, but overall fun show. I had a lot of my family there, and they enjoyed it. And they again, they want to go to the next show. Um, awesome. Oh, and Corey, before we finish up, one more. So again, there there was a fan across the ring from us who were pretty sure it was her very first time, not only seeing Pal, but maybe seeing any pro wrestling. And oh, it was the awesome. exact reactions you wanted to see the whole night. Damn, I would have ended up just watching her all night. We pretty much did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was great. But we watched the shows too, you know. No, <laughs> no, oh, it was. Man. Fun environment. Um, it was fun, you know. And I know the the family family members that showed up for the first time. They want to go to the next show, which will be next month, April fifteenth, Saturday, at tax World Pies. Tax day. It will be. It's pay your dues. On so, on the poster, it's Vinny Flex, uh, Funny Bone, Zicky C four, returning C four, and Kiki O. Uh, yep. because next month also kicks off the tag tournament for the PAL Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions. That too. Very interested in that. 
So uh, uh, real get... quickly before we leave the world of POW, I just wanted to real yeah. quickly say over the last couple of weeks on AEW Dark Elevation, uh, we've seen Titus Alexander, Levi Shapiro, and Vinny Massaro all wrestle yeah. on AEW. So fun times there. Wanted to give a shout out to those guys. Yeah. Well, I suspect They're... you'll be seeing uh, Titus a lot more in uh, some of the bigger shows AEW has as well. That's probably my guess too, eventually, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was a fun show. Can't wait for next week's, uh, next month's show, which you can get your tickets at Power Pro Wrestling you know, tomorrow or today or yesterday, depending on when you are listening to this. As uh, what he said, but you can go to powprowrestling.eventbrite.com and get your tickets there or uh, download the app the Eventbrite app and search for POW. But the easiest way is follow all of them on, on their socials and uh, go to powprowrestling.eventbrite.com. And I wouldn't Perfect. wait. So. Yeah. No. No. This has become destination viewing. Yes, it is. And, you know, we'll get our tickets at 10 a.m. So uh, get yours. What do you, what do you, uh, what's holding you back? Nothing. So on a Saturday night, Oh, what a night, as uh, you know, a wise man once said, I believe. That's the Four Seasons once saying. <laughs> uh, what other wrestling podcast is going to shout out the Four Seasons? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, get your tickets now. Um, let's move on to some uh, AEW news. Corey, there's a big match happening on Wednesday night. Yeah, a lot of people are pissed about it. I don't understand wrestling fans these days. Uh, it was supposed to happen two years ago in Mexico, but the pandemic uh, was wreaking havoc everywhere, so it was postponed. And uh, they got word this week that they could use him. Uh, it was literally less than a week's notice, so that's why there's been no... People are like, there should have been videos explaining who he is. And I was like, well, they found out they could use him, so they said yes. Uh, it's it's Kenny Omega taking on El Hijo del Vikingo, the son of the Viking. This guy does stuff that makes Ray Phoenix look like uh, Bruiser Brody. Or, aerial work. or can I or can I can I like say like he makes Ray Phoenix look like he's doing Ray he uh, Hijo del Vikingo looks like, like Ray Mysterio '96, but like on so on Roy's moveset. Like yeah I'd, yeah. This guy does shit that I don't understand the laws of physics that allow him to do it. And uh, I'm looking for, I really want to see if he does the inverted poison Rana from the top rope, which if you've ever seen him, he did it once in Mexico and I had to watch the, the Twitter clip about 30 times because I couldn't understand how the laws of physics allowed him to do it. Um, he's crazy. And he, he sold his soul to somebody. It's crazy, and I hope they let him go all out on Wednesday. Give it um, time too, which they they normally do with these type of big matches. Oh yeah, this is this is gonna be crazy. Like thirty years ago, when Nitro would just debut somebody out of the blue, people loved it. They called it groundbreaking television. And now, thirty years later, it's terrible television. You should have told me for three months who the fuck he is. Hopefully, uh, his debut of- goes better than uh. Sin Cara's debut. Well, let me be, I, 
unless he somehow manages to break both legs on the way to the ring, I have no idea how it could go worse than Sin Cara. Now, first of all, Corey, you are talking about AEW, and this company has a horrific track record, so don't put out in the universe. <laughs> yeah, there's injuries happen quite often here. Um, that's a good point. God damn it. I just, but, I just burst it right there. Yeah, you know, no, like, you know, we will not, because it won't happen. You know, knock on wood. Um, but no, they... The internet, the the social media is, why didn't you tell me a week ago this is going to happen? Well, we just found out, like, what, three days ago, you said. And, well, give me, like, a five-minute package of who he is. Like, nah, you're fine. You'll find out for sure on Wednesday. Yeah, he'll blow your mind away for you to go look him up. Not to mention, it's, uh, you know, you don't know who he is, but you're intrigued enough to bitch about it. Uh, Watch. Try to get your watch, doofus. Um, God. Corey, you watched uh, Dynamite, correct? Oh, I did. Yes. What did you think of the Four Pillars paper uh, promo? Uh, I liked it, but I have some of the same concerns other people had, but not as much. I do agree that facing. I mean, they're pretty much they shot. You know, people are miserable and don't want to be here because they can't get their way, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know if you really want to put that out on television that people don't want to be there, even though it's true, even though it's because they can't get their creative direction they want. Look, I'm sorry, Miro, but you're going to have to lose her once in a while. So, you know, if you keep refusing the job, you're probably not going to get on TV. What can I tell you? Like, even uh, Bruno San Martino lost. Yeah. Like, I don't know who the, who the fuck. God damn. It's just they, it's the way it goes, bud. Did, did you see the Botchmania photo someone no. did? No. It, it's a photo of the four pillars in the ring and complaining about what's going on in the back. And then someone put any wrestling podcast. Yep. Yeah, yeah I saw that. Yeah. Uh, I, Darby really shot at the uh, established folks bitching and moaning about their spots. I thought I liked that finally some attitude from Darby. Oh, I don't get to... uh, I'm not in the main event. I'm going to bitch and moan. And then when they said, what if you don't get the match? He's like, I'll just complain on the internet. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea. I like the idea that it's going to be a four-way with those four at the next pay-per-view. That's what they're doing. Okay. I I do like like that that idea. The four pillars, the, the four young guys. I do like that because... They've been. I've, it's a way to get them into the main event. They've been using the established guys in the main event for a while, and I get it. It makes sense. It's what you needed to do. But why not try it? Let's get the four young dudes in there, put all four together so that – because you will be lacking the star power of, say, a Brian Danielson. So, you know, put four of them together, and hopefully it's intriguing enough. You could tell the mm-hmm. story that they're the four OG young dudes from the company. I think yeah. it works. Yeah, it's, you know, you got to start, you know, we, you've been doing this for four years now. You have to, you know, start oh, bringing them in. Dude, that reminds me. Guys, I saw a thing online that blew my mind. And considering you guys lived through it with me, it might blow yours as well. You realize AEW has been around long enough now that chronologically, they're way past the finger poke of doom and nitro. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. They're Damn. they're like going into summer '99 uh, time wise. Like that's how Christ. long they've been a thing now. Jesus, wow! I was wow. like, holy fuck. I um, I want. Go ahead, Booble. Go ahead, good Joe. I was just going to say, I watched something on Twitter the other day. And I was like, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> like, um, it was Moxie coming into the ring and he's going up against, uh, like Omega's in the ring, Jericho's in the ring. And then MJF, I think MJF's uh, teaming with, uh, Jericho at the time. And it's just like, where was I during this moment? Oh, uh, 2021. Like, the, yeah. the, uh, pandemic era, Got away from everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. every company. Uh, it's weird, yeah. And uh, I got another one for you guys. Roderick Strong has been in NXT longer than Nitro existed. Jesus. It's probably not great. Probably not. Probably should be outside of NXT by this point. I uh, probably should have been within a year, but I mean, I'm just going to slow it down. I get it, but you know. Holy fuck. What are you going to say, Booble? So, uh, the four-way at the pay-per-view. First of all, that's a, that's a long build to get there. But, A, I hope it's an elimination match, because they always should be. Oh, yes. And yes. just working off of that theory, I'm curious, because obviously MJF will probably win, and he should. Who should be the final two with MJF? Who should it be, in your opinion? Uh, you know, I thought about that, and to me, it's Jack Perry. He looks dominant against Christian. Uh, Darby's going to be busy later in the year doing Sting's retirement stuff. So, Jack Perry might be the guy you could continue to build on after this show to stay up there, at least near the main event area. He has gotten better with promos. He's still not great, but he has gotten better. And the crowd gets behind him. So if I were them, he'd be the last one in JFP. <coughs> I I was going to say Perry as well. I just wonder which uh, Shawn Michaels gear would he be wearing? Uh, well, rocker gear. Throw you way off. Uh, I, uh, I have the exact opposite opinion. I think he should be the first person he beats. I don't see what everybody else sees in Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Uh, I think he's mid-card at best. I think it should be Sammy Guevara. See, I thought of Guevara, but he'll and he'll be in the final two. That's a rough mix. Yeah, but we all know what's going to happen eventually. MJF is going to be the face. True, true. He's he's basically he's basically the rock. I thought that was Ricky Stark. Well, no. <laughs> the pebble. <laughs> Star- where Starks is busy with Bullet Club now, so remember. And like, <laughs> and, and Darby, as Corey has said many times, doesn't need the belt. Like he just he doesn't. Yeah, no, he's yeah. he's good without the belt. Yeah. Um. Also on uh, Dynamite, the uh, another screw job here. Another screw job as a. Uh, Aubrey at this point just has a personal vendetta against Jeff Jarrett. Yes, yes, she does. As we have, uh, you know, Jarrett was bringing in the guitar and has to, she has to steal it away from him again and costs 
Jarrett the match for him to be the new uh, AEW International uh, champion. As uh, like, she just has it out, has it out. This is like what, the third time we were there for the Portland screw job. Um, San Francisco screw job. San Francisco, yeah. Yeah, we had the Winnipeg screw job. It's it's up there with the Montreal, to be honest. Right, Corey? You know, it's up I mean, there. All I'm saying is somebody got Winnipegged. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I just say I think Aubrey hates music. I think is what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, she, one She's of those humans that hates music. <laughs> yeah, I think well, uh, yeah, she doesn't like it. Boo-hoo to her. Dude, if we got a Jeff Jarrett versus Aubrey match in Double or Nothing, holy fuck. That would be so awesome, first of all. Can you imagine the heat Jeff Jarrett would get in that fucking match? He'd never even have to touch her, and we'd get more heat than anybody. <laughs> the the best thing, Booble, is that's what Corey mentioned earlier before you got on. It's like, hey, what if this leads to a, a match? And it's just like, yes, please. But, uh... I'm- I'm loving like he's not he's he wouldn't win by any means, but I'm not lying. So far in 2023, Jeff Jarrett maybe uh, in the in the distant running for my most valuable wrestler in the world. Right? I mean, he's he's doing shit that's so entertaining on that show. Stands out from everybody else. Damn. Yeah, they put on social media that his uh that the ratings go up when he's on. He's fun because the old so. shit works, and he's the only one doing it. You know, you know what he's also doing, Corey, is that he's actually uh, maybe running the house shows that just started. Yeah, they them. did one last night. Looked pretty sold out for a house show for them. Where he took on Flying Brian Jr. Oh, did he? Yep. Awesome. See, he's working them because you know he's doing them, but he's putting himself like third from the top against a young guy who can use the reps. He's a veteran who gets it the right way. Good old uh, Moxie was bleeding. <laughs> it's like, we're not on yeah, TV, Moxie, dude. You don't have, you know. Maybe if it was Mox and Claudio against Big Bill and Lee Moriarty. Oh, God. Uh, I don't. Why would you blade at an untelevised house show? Because you're Moxley and you just get off on it. Like, nobody outside of what the. Six front rows can see it. Yeah, I mean, nobody. You don't need to do it on a house show. It's it, that's it's a bit ridiculous, but you know, Mark, he's gonna fucking do it. He's almost there I, with Flair. You just cough and he does. Yeah, I hope that it's sometime between, like, sometime in this year. Obviously, he doesn't need to win, but I hope we get like a two or three week. Build that leads to a title match between MJF and Jeff Jarrett because that would be Memphis orgasm all over the TV. Dude, have you seen what's going on on Twitter with those two? Yeah. It's a goddamn love fest. It's a love fest. <laughs> like MJF, you know, it was MJF's birthday on Dynamite. He, he tweeted the day before, look, all I want for my birthday is Jeff Jarrett winning that AEW international title. <laughs> I was like, yes. So, uh, you know, things are going for AEW, for A, for WWE. Um, We're thick on the, the road, buddy. They're uh, the best friends have, or 
bitter friend enemies, or they call themselves. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens have finally they hugged it out. Brothers don't gotta shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. They reunited on SmackDown. Cody was the middleman. They said they love each other, and then they hugged and beat up the Usos. The crowd lost their shit. I was a little disappointed by it, honestly. Yeah. I thought you might have maybe been able to go a little further, do something just a little more, like, but it worked. Fuck, the crowd ate it up with a spoon, so you you can't argue with the direction they took. It fucking worked. Um, as an out, you know, leading into mania will be, uh, um, probably, you know, Owens and Zayn versus the Usos. Um, did you hear that that was supposed to be the main event of night one, but due to political influence was the term used Charlotte and Rhea will likely main event. Hmm. I swear to God, if Rhea fucking loses this match. I half expected, bro. Like Charlotte, I'm gonna start calling her Charlotte Hogan. Like the win at this point isn't gonna mean shit anyways. The win she needed was three years ago, but fucking hell, if she doesn't win at least this fucking match, I, dude, I'm with you. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't. What they don't want a a tag match being uh. The main event, you know, it's like, what? Come on. Did you hear how they're rounding out the WrestleMania card with two four-way tag team matches, one on each night? Yeah, I saw that with the... um, One's a women's and one's a men's. Yeah, I saw that as um, newly newly tag team formation of Liv and Raquel are the first tag team in. Yeah, it's supposed to be Liv and Raquel against Natty and Shotzi. Shayna and Rhonda and uh, <laughs> Chelsea Green and uh, Carmella. I mean, could you have a worse match? Yes. I mean, Christ. The Benz one is supposed to be Street Profits against American Alpha versus Viking Warriors versus Braun and Ricochet. Oh, man. It's not Otis anymore. It's like Otis or something. You Otis. Know. Otis. Otis. models. Otis. Since he's now a model now. I'm all for it since it's supposed to be like Gable's supposed to be getting a push after Mania. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. For for him. So I'm like, I'll I'll go with it. Okay. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, And then. So hold on. So hold on. So So for Kel's gimmick is uh, she has a back. Okay. Yep. We we all have backs. What the hell is Liv's gimmick? (laughs) She has a foot? Well, well, (laughs) she is. She's a creepy QP sex doll come to life. Or yes. as she was going to be um want to be called the queen of extreme, but whoa, Francine whoa. shut that shit down. Whoa. Yeah, French, yeah, she shut that down right once wind hurt, caught wind. Nope. She shut that one down pretty but, quick. And and no disrespect to Miss Francine, but uh, the queen of extreme is Adriana Chechik. So there you go. Hey, uh, did you guys hear the the news for a feud going all the way to SummerSlam coming out of Mania? No. 
I hate to ruin what's likely going to happen in one of the majorly pubbed matches, but Trish is supposed to turn heel and feud with Becky all the way to SummerSlam. Gross. Yep. My question is, but why? That's an excellent question that I can't answer. But but that's, that's a plan. Um. Okay. I mean, um, I guess because SummerSlam's in Toronto this year, I guess. Oh. Uh, uh, it's it's like you can do that, or we just shoehorn Charlotte into that title. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, don't give it. Hey, don't give her ideas. Oh my well, god. Well, we also we all. Well, Booble, what do you think of this match? I know you love them both. Uh, Edge and Finn Balor will be facing off against each other in a Hell in a Cell. I, I mean, it's WrestleMania. Do you really need a Hell in a Cell match? I mean, it, honestly, it just means that Edge can't work at all, period, anymore. And they, this is just smoke in the mirrors. Right. I, I, so he I needs, know, this needs to be his final match. I hate he to wants it in, he wants it in Canada. Canada. Because he yeah. wants to retire in Toronto, so SummerSlam's looking like his last match. Hey, Finn, I don't like you. Do us all a favor and <laughs> take him out in this match. Yeah, I was going to say, the good work. two guys over the age of 40, but Finn can still go, at least. Edge, he's empty. Boy, uh, is he empty. Right, Finn, keep up the good work, you know? Just, you know, just uh, knock him out. Um, Maybe they can support Bobby Lashley into that match, since it looks like his isn't happening. I actually, so so I'm going to hit on that in just a second. I'm going to go back to a point real quick. Corey, do you know if Christian's contract is up before SummerSlam? I haven't heard. There's been some confusion as to whether it's up now or has another year. They don't know if he signed for two or three years. What do you think the odds are Tony Khan does like a little tradey situation for a night? Dude, I don't know. There was talk that Edge saw the writing on the wall and was trying to get into AEW. Oh, God almighty. Let's hope not. Yeah, let's hope uh, I'm good, man. So, but back to the Bobby Lashley point, I actually think after all of this horse shit, it's just going to wind up being Bobby versus Brock again. Maybe he beats Omos so fucking quick that Bobby just comes out. Yeah. Corey, yeah, I would say, yeah. you want to do your lap and say why uh, Bre- oh. Bobby's <laughs> match isn't happening? <laughs> For all the motherfuckers out there that were like, thank God Bray Wyatt's coming back. He didn't get a fair shot. And I said, no, we saw all we saw of him, and that's that's all he had. And now, oh, yeah, you motherfuckers were all wrong. I was right. He, what, talk about bust. He worked two matches and got injured in one of them. He hasn't worked since Rumble. Now he's quote-unquote injured and probably can't work Mania. His fucking creative lore writer was released. And he's not happy with the company. I don't see how they gave you millions of dollars to sit there and do nothing every fucking week. Ugh. Good so I hope he, he basically lost his smile, right? He wanted the Brock match so he could beat Brock. And Brock was like, fuck that. And so he lost his smile. Yeah. He, he, can't, understand, he can't understand why everybody else in the company does not see his creative genius. As he puts it. The dude, to yeah. me, the dude is the ultimate warrior of this generation. Be gone. Be gone for good. Good riddance. Don't need you. Don't want you. The show is better without you. And this time, you were exposed. And you don't have, you don't have a leg to stand on now. Fuck. Because even 
Bobby's now done a promo on the first Monday night this past week going like, you know, uh, I don't need no bastard, you know, no creepy guy to be at match in mania. Like I want a match at mania. So, um, I, I, you know, it could be possible that they throw Brock at him. Just almost gets destroyed in a minute, you know, or we're going to have John Cena do a promo on Bobby and just ruin that for him. One of the two. Hey, yeah, John Cena. I mean, he can cut another nut-cutting promo like he did on Theory. Fucking Jesus Christ. I still, I don't understand. People thought that was a great promo to build him up. And I was like, he cut his nuts off. Uh, I'm, I'm like halfway in between, right? Like it was, uh, a little stiff. Um, I actually think it was very similar to what he did with Roman years ago. Yeah. But can theory come back from it? Like Roman did Roman was a little higher up on the old pedestal and had a lot more free chances. I mean, fair, but yeah, this this was stiff. <laughs> I couldn't right. believe what I was watching. I was like, holy fuck, he's cutting his nuts off. I was like, did Theory sleep with his wife? Like, what the right. fuck? <laughs> like, well, especially at the end when he said, like, if you beat, if I beat you, it doesn't matter. And if you beat me, it doesn't matter. I'm like, oh, God Honestly, damn. he's channeling the rock there. He's absolutely not putting his opponent over at all. But Corey, they—I want to say, Corey—they're giving us the match that we want: Gunther, McIntyre, and Sheamus. I mean, that I'm fine that. with it. Give us all to the me, man meets. To me, that's the match of the weekend. I'm looking forward to. Oh, it was great till they added Drew. I just need—I just need Gunther and Sheamus. I don't give a fuck about Drew. I mean, it'll be physical still, but holy fuck, just bring it on! They slap their chests. They concave all of their chests by the end of the match. Oh, yeah. Just give it to Sheamus is going to have a tan at the end of that match. Right? <laughs> Not a good one. He'll just have it. Um, so I'm I'm on the Wikipedia for WrestleMania 39, and there's nine matches, and we assume there'll be one more, and that'd be uh, Ray and Dominic as, you know, they're doing the storyline of I won't fight my own son. I saw you know this on best, Twitter. Huh? You know the best part about that? Because the show's already sold and that's such a fluid storyline, you could almost wait till like the Hall of Fame ceremony and then announce it. Because I was going to mention, I saw this on Twitter and, and someone mentioned like, this is how, and I, I'm like, that'd be fun and interesting of what if Dominic interrupts Ray's speech and this, that's what pushes Ray over to be like, all right, fine, I'll fight you tomorrow or Sunday. I mean, as much as the Hall of Fame doesn't matter anymore, I would. I used to love to watch him. I don't even watch him. Um, it'd be kind of weird to do an angle like that on the stage at it. But hey, I mean, why the fuck? Is you didn't like takers. Go ahead, Go ahead I was going to say it's probably going to happen because I, I assume the Hall of Fame will again take right place right after um, SmackDown. SmackDown at the uh, arena. So. But I don't know. We'll see who. uh, You didn't like Taker's hour long TED talk last year? You didn't enjoy that? He reminded me of that huge ass inspirational talker with the gigantic teeth. 
Tony Robbins or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's Tony Robbins. It is Tony Robbins. I was like, is this the Tony Robbins shit going on? What's what's happening here? No, I didn't care for that. The last Hall of Fame moment for me is when fucking Cash Wheeler knocked out the fan and went after Brett. Uh, and then, uh, you know, some uh, quick news here. Uh, sorry, Corey, but the Bellas are gone from WWE as they're going by their the Garcias now. You hate to see it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm heartbroken over that. Man, they really got buttered over that WrestleMania 35 thing with no women. They they railed and railed and railed online, and now they fucking left. Damn. You hate to see it. So I remember, I, I just love the fact. Do you hate to see no, it? No, I don't. I'm just, I, I was just gonna say, I love the. I I just loved it when they talked crap about WWE on that, the last Raw special, and then the next day they're like, oh, we weren't talking bad about Raw or WWE because we still have a show with them. I mean, yeah. yeah. Now you're the Garcia twins. Yep. I mean. Long term, for what they're trying to do in the world outside of wrestling, it's going to be beneficial for them to be using their name anyway. Yeah. But it's going to be a rough transition because, you know, you get confusion in the marketplace. The real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, some other quick stuff. Corey, I don't know if you saw, but Nick Gage lost his title last night. Kamasha Slamovich. Yeah. Which yeah, I think people people disappointed about the fact that it happened at this show, not at, a, at the WrestleMania weekend shows. Nick Gage can't go anymore. That's the thing. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. And I think with him being done, and a combination, with him being done almost as an in-ring dude, plus people being signed up by Khan for Ring of Honor, ECWs, they've seen their house. Their, their day in the sun is gone. Yeah. Anybody who can work a damn is going to go to Ring of Honor. Yeah, I and saw a Christian Blake tag match yeah, there. Yeah, Christian Blake is is pretty much gone. Oh, Blake Christensen, sorry, Blake Christensen. Yeah, I keep yeah, his, his name. Fuck. Yeah, either or, uh, right? Same name. Yeah, and anybody else who can who can put a match on without a light bulb is pretty much gone. So, Corey, we had homework. I know, Booble, yeah. since you were, you know, ex, ecto, fa, ecto facto suspended, that's what, you know, they say. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Ectoplasma? Ectoplasma, yep. That's Ghostbusters reference. As we uh, had homework, as we did uh, Brock versus Roman Reigns, WrestleMania 31. God damn, I, I, you know what? It holds up. I still love this fucking match. They just beat the piss out of each other, especially Brock. Brock just, he just abuses Roman. I forgot these. I forgot the oh, slow mo replays they did. Oh yeah, oh yeah. How I, stiff I, I, they were. To me, working wise, it's still the best WrestleMania main event of all time, from bell to bell. I love this match. Um, I, you know what? Seth coming out doesn't ruin it for me. Some people hate that. I I thought it was good. Great match. Uh, five stars for you, or four and three quarters. Four and three. Okay. Okay. But how do you um, feel about the rematch, Corey? <laughs> which one? Thirty-five. <laughs> Thirty-four. Was it thirty-four? 
It wasn't very good. That one didn't care. That one didn't hold up. Well, 38 too. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. That one so didn't I'm, hold I'm, up either. Yeah. 37 was the, or 36. 37, 37 yeah. was Roman Edge Brian. Yeah, 34. 34 well, I'm on Rock and Roman. Rock and Roman. Yeah, yeah. So they've done it three times. Damn. Since 32, yeah. So damn. But we can go back to our, our favorite 30 uh, for uh, 32, right? Is that our favorite one? Fuck you. That Between that and 27, holy fuck. Um, so Corey, yeah. is there anything else on that show you should watch since that's we always have to ask? Yes. Yes, there is a criminally underrated Seth Rollins, Randy Orton match with one of the best RKOs of all time where he nips up out of the, uh, curb stomp into an RKO. Is it this show that, that really? also had, a Sting Triple H? We don't yes. talk yeah, that, this that, is the one. That's still say, like a crazy hallucinogenic dream to me. That matches. This is the one that also has like Ambrose on the pre-show. No, that was the thirty-three. This is him in the first match and a ladder match for. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 okay. This has uh, remember this has that thirty-eight hour-long Triple H Stephanie Rock Ronda Rousey promo. Oh yes, that's true. Where they were they were drawing it out as long as they could to try to get it dark so Taker could come out in darkness. It didn't work. Maybe don't do a, a West Coast uh, arena stadium when it's you know daylight savings when it doesn't get dark till seven o'clock. And they had a god awful Undertaker Bray Wyatt match. Facts. So just so watch Corey, Man in that Orton Rollins match. Not even the ladder match. I mean, it's good, but it's of all the ladder matches they've had at Mania, it's not one of the better ones. Okay. So Corey, what's our homework for next week? Well, I picked uh, that one. No, I did. You picked the one before. Oh yeah, you picked, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, Brett, yeah, you picked Bretton Stone Cold. That's right. Well, you know what I'm going to pick? I'm going to go back to 2002 and talk about arguably the, the, the most perfect match in WrestleMania history if you count everything. Like I'm, nothing to me is going to beat Bret and Austin at 13, but if you're talking overall presentation, moment, uh, crowd reaction, we're going to watch The Rock take on Hollywood Hogan. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Interesting. That's weird. No. Booble Booble returns on the first show we get back. Interesting. I'm you know. Collusion, maybe. I don't know. It's a great match. It is. This is the one of the ones I talk about. I, I asked Booble how he would enjoy it if he watched it muted. So. That's a weird. Never thought of that. Like if you just watched it muted, how you know how would it be minus the crowd reaction? You know, like what, how that? Yeah. Yeah, probably not great because you lose what made it so magical. Because mm-hmm. I mean, bell to bell. I mean, we were talking these two in 2002. An okay match, but you know, fuck. 
it's everything around it that helps it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the whole presentation that makes this thing. Yeah. All right. So uh, next week here, Rock Hogan. I dig it. Uh, again, go to powprowrestling.eventbrite.com. Get your tickets now, tomorrow, yesterday, depending on you know what month you're in, what day you're in, what time you're in. But it's time for you to get your tickets at powprowrestling.eventbrite.com. If you're you listening find, in May, you already missed the show. So Yeah, that's, you know. You can get tickets for the next show at powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com. So, you know, one way or another, no, you, you're paying your dues by going to powerpro, uh, powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com. And just get your tickets now. For this show, if you're late behind, just get your tickets for the whatever show is available now. You don't want to miss out on anything. Um, but you can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find us on the social medias, on the Instagram, the Twitter, and the Facebook at nosoent or nosoentertainment. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. 